you know, I talked to like my kids and, you know, I dated Gen Z and maybe younger millennials and privacy isn't as much of a concern for them. And if you look at this survey, 13%, you know, more than one in 10 people kind of said, yeah, privacy is not top of mind. It's not a concern. You know, what are your thoughts on this, Todd? And, you know, the data says differently than a lot of the younger people are saying, or maybe when people are really surveyed, they really do say, okay, it is a concern. Right. I, I agree. Like we see on this, less than half of the consumers trust um, online services, you know, so less than half. And what's really interesting about that is everybody has online services right in their hand or pocket or their purse um, mm -hmm. almost every waking hour. And for half of the consumers not to trust those services, I think that speaks volumes of, of privacy is a concern. And we do see some of this is also manufactured, like some of the changes I know you mentioned the Apple changes. We're going to get into some of those in a little bit, but they've—it's not just that they've made changes, but supporting it with advertising, making the changes almost self-fulfilling, right? Like the commercial where somebody's looking over the shoulder of a person on their cell phone, tracking the apps. The the one where someone's on a subway announcing the websites that he just visited. They're really sort of not just making the changes subtly in the background, which tended to be how privacy had evolved, right? Is not to scare anybody, but these changes are being made. Hey, we made these changes and you should be grateful because it was very scary of the types of things that people could do. So I, I, I do think it's just the beginning. Um, and there is, and it might be a little bit of that as well as a little bit of step change that consumers value those online services, even if they don't trust them. So it's a little bit about the value prop that consumers get. Whereas if you went back to the dawn of the internet, it was all about trust, right? If you fired up in that old dial-up service and heard the AOL song and you had to really, you know, be secure or, or want that content in a way that you didn't think anything bad was going to happen. And now it's flipped, right? Is that, hey, these services are so endemic to the way we live our lives that now we can openly talk about, you know, what is safe, you know, what is okay for people to, to track and to share and did I really consent to these sorts of activities that I'm doing online to be stored and warehoused and data mined? And, you know, I'm not sure what will end up on that conversation, but it's certainly a much different uh, topic than it was 25 years ago. Yeah, I agree. And so much more obviously is done online today that has personal implications for people. Think of all the banking and if you have your investments and you're really just tracking everything on your mobile phone, how important privacy and protection really is to consumers. And, you know, just the, I think the risk people feel today is obviously much greater when there was more of a physical walled garden, I'll say, versus a digital walled garden. Yes. I mean, we've come a long way, I think, 15 years ago, I I can't quote the story. I, I should have double checked it, but I think we'll all remember the headline that the most common password was password. <laughs> and you go from that to now where everyone understands and knows exactly what two-factor authentication means. I mean, it's, it's been a crazy change in how people perceive these things.